You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You're goddamn right, I do. If one chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore, you are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzberg. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> And welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am your host. I am also the editor-in-chief of our website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. There is lots of great articles, lots of great podcasts, tons of things for your reading and listening pleasure. Today, we're going to be talking about the year that just passed. We're going to be talking about 2022, our favorite movies, our favorite TV shows, um, our favorite video games, our favorite new restaurants, our favorite thing to do in our free time, whatever it is, doesn't matter. We're going to be talking about our favorite stuff from 2022. Uh, joining me on this podcast, I've got my two wonderful and stalwart co-hosts. You know them, you love them. We've got Mr. MC Brooks. We've got Mr. James Rambo. We also have joining us for her second episode, uh, Miss Megan Layer. Guys, let's jump right into this. Let's start talking about the awesome things that happened in 2022. Um, I am going to spin the wheel, and we're going to talk about, let's see, what do you want to do, movies? Let's do that. Let's start there. Um, MC Brooks, you came up first, my man. Kick us, off, kick us off, homie. What, okay. is, what is your number one movie from 2022? And then you can give us some honorable mentions as well, and we'll all discuss uh, as, as, uh, as needed. All right, so I'm going to start this by breaking the rule off rip because I have a tie. <laughs> okay. uh, one, there's there's one, no rules here. It's okay. One, well, one, because, I mean, both movies are excellent, but one is a little bit more sentiment, uh, sentimental attachment to it. Nudge, nudge, hint, hint. Um, so for me, my for 2022 is a tie between The Batman and Wakanda Forever. The Batman, just because, I mean, I feel like we all collectively raved about how fucking incredible that that movie was and how just how, how excellent Robert Pattinson was in the role um, and everything about that film. All the acting was 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 fantastic. And even for it to be such a long film, it didn't 
feel like such a such a such a long movie and that like oh you walked out of it feeling like oh this was three hours you know i feel like it's three hours later and uh you know i haven't stopped thinking about that movie since it came out like all the hype that we had last year when we were talk about when the trailer released or the promo material like everything lived up to the it's it's a uh, it's what we expected it to be and and then some and you know it, it does kind of suck we're gonna have to wait for the sequel but uh you know matt reeves i think has uh you know he's, he's gotten a lot of credit with all of us that like however long it takes to produce the sequel or any of the spinoffs we're getting in gotham or the penguin show based it's like said in this universe are are going to to be awesome he gets a free pass dude like i just yeah, wanted to, I yeah, wanted to yeah. co-sign this real quick um you guys yeah. know that since the pandemic like i have not really gone to the movie theaters at all i'm not a big fan it's just not my thing like I am so glad that HBO Max put this movie out really relatively quickly after its release because fuck, th this is how I know I love a movie when I will watch it once and be like, this movie was fucking amazing. And then I will literally go back and watch it a few days later. Like yeah. it was that good. I downloaded yeah. the goddamn soundtrack. <laughs> like that's how good this is. Like I'll be driving to work and I'll play that, that, that fucking soundtrack. And it's just like, it, it, it it's, well, not only that, it's got Nirvana in it. And you guys know how much oh, I love yeah. Nirvana. It, same, so, and it, my favorite Nirvana song at that. Yeah, so. dude, just the, the movie was so goddamn good. That scene where he's in the subway station and the guy's like, who the hell are you? And he beats seven shades of shit out of that dude. Like, <laughs> that is that is so fucking great. Like, I could watch just that scene over. Just, yeah. Like, and he punches him once and you're like, yeah, and then he just keeps going. And you're like, oh, fuck. And yeah, like, yeah. one-handing it at that scene. Yeah. This is a lot, man. Like, it's, it's it's the it's the it's the Simpsons. He's like, stop! He's already dead. Um, oh yeah. man, yeah. I just wanted to co-sign on that, man, because this movie had. I don't. Yeah. I keep forgetting Batman because Batman gets so overdone by the fans, where they're just like, "Well, if you have prep time," uh. but like, fuck, this was well. This was I well mean, done. Perfect Batman. I mean, we and we got like peak Batman when he, you know, tumbled to Earth from space at the end, at the end of last year. This is crazy. Oh man, which was, fucking... which was which was which was pure hilarity, but it was I also like, you know that. what? It's so good. It was like sure, like if, if you're gonna if you're gonna lean into the ridiculousness of it, fuck it, go all in. Oh, but and it's it's the whole issue. The whole issue is him, like falling through space and landing on Earth. Like it is him like walking through like how's he gonna do it? Okay, I can I can take this thing apart. I can you know I won't have oxygen, but I'll have this. And you're like, what in the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah. it's so yeah. ridiculous. So ridiculous. Comic books are amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I um I do want to say though, thumb drive. <laughs> God damn that line was so great. He just looks at him and he goes thumb drive like <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Gordon, Gordon's face Jesus Christ yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you and everybody else <laughs> oh my god oh man yeah. Um, um yeah go ahead man but sorry sorry oh yeah no you. so well just the just the wrap just the the finish up also like you know kind of forever for obvious reasons the 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 sequel to Black Panther, the the highly anticipated sequel, what I think is uh, based on what we got last year. I mean, it's not like the bar was all that high, but it was the, it was the best Marvel thing, best Marvel movie that came out. Yeah. Um, 
last year. You know, I, I think even with all of our own well-acknowledged reservations about like like everything surrounding Letitia Wright and the filming of of this movie and what Marvel was going to do, uh, given the circumstances uh, of of everything, both uh, on on screen and outside of it. Um, I think they, they did a pretty excellent job of creating a, a, an excellent send off to, you know, this portrayal of the character that meant a lot to a lot of different people of all ages, races and genders um, in terms of Chadwick's portrayal of T'Challa and, and, the, and the Black Panther. And, um, you know, it, 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 it hit all the emotional marks, but then also like, you know, was very much an MCU film that you know introduced that gave us Ironheart and uh, Namor and you know answered a lot of questions and also set up some really interesting and fascinating things as far as what could what, you know what, what is going to to come next um, kind of like with the Batman I mean it was, it was two hours and 40 something minutes and um, I don't know I didn't I didn't come out of it feeling any of it and maybe that's because of all the sentiment attached to the, the emotions kind of it attached to it with you know it feeling very much like uh an honor like a, like a both a, a funeral and, and an honor service for t'challa and his portrayal of the character but um yeah it was it was of everything i saw last year like it it you know even having watched it again fairly recently like it it still hits all the marks and um they did it they just did a good job i feel like you know kind of wrapping everything up with that and also kind of setting up some cool stuff for the for the future and again even with all the controversy letitia wright and you know mama angela who just got an award the other day yeah uh, setting standards first uh absolutely first actor from the mcu to, to win a uh, and and, and well deserved well well yeah. deserved uh with her portrayal in that movie um, but yeah, like er everything about it was was just awesome, and so like I couldn't I couldn't just not I could not have it, you know. If not my number one, then like tied with my number one. I get it, dude. And uh, yeah, it solid choices, dude. Um, let's go to Megan. Megan, um, give us some um one, two, a couple of your. I, of your so I have three. I have okay. three. Now I will preface: I am a horror fan, but I was horrible. I didn't watch any of like the really good stuff that came out. I didn't watch Barbarian. I didn't watch X. I didn't get to watch Pearl. I love A24 Studios. I love a lot of what Bloomhouse puts out too. I just didn't get to watch a lot of it. So for horror, I picked uh, Scream, technically like Scream 5, but it's a not reboot, reboot. Um, I loved it. I'm a huge fan of the franchise. I thought they did a good job. They've put out some posters already for six where they've done the Metro and it goes through all the different timelines of like the, with the victims and stuff. Oh, it's going to be so good. We're going to be in New York. And they did a perfect setup for it. And it has Jenna Ortega in it. And it was great. Um, Scream was wonderful. So I loved that. Um, for me, for Marvel, and I, I know that there's like a mix of people who really liked it and really didn't. I really liked Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. yeah. I did that too. Scene, yeah. That scene where like, where Olsen is, is, is standing there and she's looking at herself and she's like know that they'll be loved i so i used to date someone who had kids and then i didn't get to have the kids anymore because you know i'm not with them anymore i sat there in the movie theater by myself because i was like i'll treat myself i'll go see the movie i started bawling during that scene and nobody else was bawling and i was like it's fine and i got myself together 
I got myself to the car after the movie, continued bawling, and then I just cried for hours at my house. I was so I was like, it's so well done. And it's the only time I've seen like that kind of emotion where like they're not yours, but they're you feel like you have that connection where you're like, and like you don't have them anymore, but you know they're okay. Like it was so sad and so well done. I I don't know. I've never had that type of like that's something like that to emphasize with where they showed that. Does that make sense? That kind of visceral oh, reaction. Yeah. Connection. Yeah. No, I get Absolutely. it. Yeah. That was No, that um, scene fucking wrecked me. Yeah. Yeah. That Years movie ago, was good. It was it was excellent. That wasn't the shade I was throwing at as far as Marvel movies for like <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was well, I there were some people that really disliked the movie. And I was like, yeah. that's fair. You don't have it's to cool. like it. We, it's cool to be wrong. It, yeah. <laughs> we we kind of talked about it when we when we when yeah. we reviewed it, but some of it was like kind of like with WandaVision, the internet went crazy in terms of who could potentially show up in this movie. And when those people didn't ultimately end up showing up, they called the movie bad. Yep. Yeah. I yeah, also my head cannon didn't happen, therefore this is not good. I also wonder too if people didn't notice the vast amount of horror references throughout the entire movie because oh, there's so, so many and so many great Raimi references too. Like mm -hmm. he did all of his hallmarks. He did the fucking uh, the motion camera, you know, like where mm -hmm. he's yeah. The, oh fuck! Like I love Sam Raimi and like seeing that. But not only that, like can we can we have a just a quick second to shout out Bruce Campbell as Pizza Papa? Like yes, fun like. <laughs> Oh, God damn good. him. He's the best. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, 100%. I, I really enjoyed um, Multiverse of Madness. Um, I've actually been going back and doing like MCU rewatches just like randomly. And I rewatched that one the other night. And I was like, this is way better than people were giving it credit for. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Good choices, Megan. Um, Rambo. One... Oh, go ahead. No. I got one more because there's three. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. I'm the sorry. last sorry. one. Yeah. I was so excited for it that when I went to Alamo, I made my own ticket so they would have to scan it because I was so mad that they don't have tickets. <laughs> but it was the Bob's Burgers movie. I made my own scannable ticket with the front and back on cardboard so it's nice and it's sitting on my lanyard. And I feel like animated movies like that, like with The Simpsons and stuff like that, they could be really bad. Like they don't, they don't always live up to the hype. And I felt like the Bob's Burger movie did a really good job of not feeling like an overdone episode, but actually being like a solid movie that still fits into the plot of what's happening in the series mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. They, they did a really good job executing that. Yeah, I was really pleased with that. And now I'm done, I'm sorry. I, no, you're, you're good. fine. I haven't gotten to see the Bob's Burger movie yet. I need to see it. Um, it's, it's on Hulu. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I gotta make some, make some time for it. Um, overall though, yeah, these are, Great choices. I love that you made your own ticket too. That's so cool. <laughs> I was so upset that they didn't have them. <laughs> yeah. I even dressed up as Linda when I went. It's on Instagram. I went with a friend yeah, and I yeah. ordered glasses <laughs> and a shirt and everything. And I was like, I'm Linda. And they were, <laughs> they were like, no, Megan. And I was like, yep. A few, uh, a few years ago, Sandy dressed, Sandy dressed as Linda for Halloween and Jax was Bob. Like oh. the, the little fake mustache and the little <laughs> spatula and shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, there was actually, this is how much he loved that show. So we used to let him watch it at night, right? Um, before he would go to bed. And 
one day we got the water bill and the water bill was ridiculously high. And we were like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, I'm maybe eight years old, maybe nine years old at this point. And he starts bawling his eyes out. And I was like, what's, what's the matter, bud? He was like, I've been getting pictures of water and putting it in the toilet and flushing it down the toilet. And I'm like, why would you do that? And he's like, there was an episode of Bob's Burger with the talking toilet and they had to feed the talking <laughs> toilet water. And I'm like, I'm trying to get mad, but I'm not mad because it's fucking funny. funny. It's such a good episode too. <laughs> <laughs> I love, we, I was actually just talking to a friend about that because they had to get some stuff for their toilet. And I was like, can you imagine if you put A, B and C on your toilet? And then I was like, oh my God, it's the toilet from Bob's Burgers. And he was like, stop. And I was like, we can have it talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> was it TC, the talking toilet? Isn't that what his name was? I think so. I don't remember. I just remember that poor Gene was so sad. Hang on. Jax is interrupting the podcast right now to give me news. You, where'd you find that? Giant. You find it a giant? Yeah. Okay. Bring. Let me show. So, yeah. Like, don't I, don't fucking tease and not showcase what you got. You found it. He found it. My man. Way <laughs> to go. Um, you can say hi to everybody. What's up, y'all? What's up, man? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I had this beer a few years ago. It's called Aleworks Coffee House Beer. It's oh. literally coffee beer. And if and Rambo is a fellow Drew Carey show fan, you'll appreciate this. This is Buzz Beer in real life. Hey! Oh, yeah, right? Hey, yeah. I used to love that show, too. Oh, I didn't know you liked that show. I know Rambo okay. had to talk about it. But that we'll, fucking show has one of the saddest goddamn episodes I've ever seen. Oh, the, the one with Holy the... Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. That one's rough. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's... Um, Rambo, it's your turn. Movies. What, what, um, what were your picks? What did you have? So both the Batman and Doctor Strange and Multiverse Madness end up in my runner, runners-up, uh, as well as Prey. Because Ooh, yeah. that fucking movie, holy shit! I want an entire. That, that's the franchise. That's the franchise from here on out. It really revitalized the whole franchise. Honestly, like, yeah. So, oh, there was there was there was a uh, there's a guy on TikTok who does um, uh, <laughs> coked up exec like Hollywood executive Mad Libs. Um, <laughs> and oh, so talking about yeah, and and he's like, all right, all right, uh, new prior movie. We need a time period. Uh, Fuel Japan. All right, we need, <laughs> like, he just goes through the whole thing. And he broke down what would be so fucking good as a samurai era predator movie, um, where it's like older predator training younger predator, and it's father samurai training young, like, training his son. And like the two of them, oh, God, it'd be so fucking great. But yeah, that should be the entire franchise going forward. 100%. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, nope. If y'all haven't yes. seen Nope, yes. highly that's, recommend that's watching Nope. A thousand percent. Oh that, I didn't God. give my additional movies, but both of those are on there. Both Prey and Nope are on mine. Oh, fuck. That movie is so good. But I will 100% get on the bandwagon. There's a reason it's winning as many awards as it is. Everything, everywhere, all at once yeah. is an oh absolutely phenomenal movie. Um, it is heart-wrenching and incredibly well-performed um it is so fun and weird there, there's a fucking scene where two rocks are sitting on the edge of a cliff and it is one of the biggest deepest emotional beats of the entire fucking movie um apparently it was one of the things that uh, uh jimmy lee curtis wanted with the wrapping of the movie is they 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 did a big poster of just the frame from that um from that moment um 
but yeah, Michelle Yeoh just showcasing every bit of her her uh, her talents. Um, just yeah, wonderfully acted. Um, covers every base, like defines every convention in terms of like categorization. Um, yeah, I, I I am I I kept trying to think of like other movies that I really enjoyed as much, and it was always just like no, like nothing covered as many bases as as this did. Um, yeah. So yeah, everything everywhere all at once. If you haven't watched it, highly, highly recommend watching it. I do need to watch it, but I, I do just want to add that the band that worked on the music for that film, Sun Lux, I did get to watch them. I saw them uh last year and they oh, performed nice. they performed the music from the soundtrack. Oh, which, that's was, fucking which dope. was all which was all incredible. That's fantastic. And everything I've seen about the movie looks fantastic. I love the amount of I'm on TikTok, right? So oh, I've yes, seen all the clips of the movie. I same. just haven't seen it all together, right? Sure. Same, I love the here. symbolism <laughs> of the googly eye and the and the bagel. They did they did such I just and then all the costuming. I was really upset and I was upset with like a lot of users um couldn't understand how they didn't get nominated for any costuming awards. Because their costumes were phenomenal too. It's it's the a, a lot of that you I, I find it comes back to like well how intricately was it made how difficult was it to make it not how well does it serve the movie um, uh, uh, I mean in the same way that like a lot of the performances um, for uh, for movies and like like horror movies and comedies and things those performances get immediately overlooked by award ceremonies um, for some reason it's you know. It, no one cares about a performance in a comedy. Like you know how hard that is, and, and it's 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 up there with the um, everybody. Everybody knows how how hard it is to draw something, except for the people who want you to draw something for them. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it, it's it's wonder. It's it's such a fucking great movie, um, and knowing like a little more of the behind the scenes stuff, it's even more impressive than you actually know it to be. Um, so yeah, definitely watch that movie. Yeah, Mike. and also shout out to Michelle Yeoh because she won the Golden Globe. Fuck yeah, she movie. did, Good and her. and and gave a soft threat to the, uh, <laughs> to the people trying to play her off. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Um, I can beat you up, and that's real. <laughs> I um I normally uh, don't ever drink during our podcast, but Beers. I've been looking for this beer for quite some time. It so. could have been your little secret, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, I, no. now everyone knows. That's fine. So That's as fine. Mike gets progressively more and more drunk over the course of the episode, you know why. <laughs> all right. Yeah, absolutely. Your That's turn. Fantastic. My turn. Your turn. Um, you guys literally named all the movies that I had. Um, so <laughs> I am going to. Um, I'm going to go a little off. Uh, a little off here, because I'm going to name one that we didn't mention that I really fucking enjoyed because. I've gotten to a point in my life where like, yeah, the things that I enjoy are great and wonderful and fantastic. And yeah, who cares? One of the things that I enjoy the most is things that I get to enjoy with my son that he enjoys as well. And let me tell you, man, we both fucking loved Turning Red. Like- Oh, that was such a cute movie. It really was. I loved it. It was such a good oh. movie. He loves it. He has, he got a stuffed Maymay Red Panda mm -hmm. when we were in Disney World. Like, it's just his jam, and I loved it, too. And it was such a good movie. It was so wholesome. It was so fun. And, like, not only that, like, to, you know, to play this card, um, like, it was a great middle finger to all the people who were like, oh, this movie is lame, and it's about women having their periods. First off, no, the fuck it wasn't. 
No. Like, secondly, like, why don't you be a little more of a misogynistic <laughs> prick? Because, like, it had zero to do with that unless you're using a euphemism. It's like, such it was, a tiny part of the storytelling. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like not only that too like it just shows that anybody who thought that and anybody who actually like used that as a reason why they didn't like this movie missed all of the good shit about this movie and how you could identify it with it because i don't know about you but i'm not a girl i'm a man and that's the way i identify but i could still identify with this movie because i had a shitty relationship with my mom and like it makes perfect sense this whole generational gap of expectation versus what you want to be and like it fit perfectly within those confines and if you can't identify with people just because they don't look like you then you are missing out on a ton of great media we've talked about this on this podcast a million times i just like, feel bad for those people like i just don't fuck them, them. <laughs> where I'm, i mean it, it, like if if they actually are yeah. so closed off to any yeah. experience outside their own yeah. that they 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 literally can't fucking relate yeah. to someone that's like, well, I'm not I'm not a woman and I'm not Korean and so I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. It's like, well, you're also not a fucking superhero. Like, yeah. you're not a vampire. You're not a werewolf. You're not from the future or the past. Like, so. Which movies, which what what media are you watching yeah. that you have direct one-to-one relationships with? Yeah. I think we also have a big problem right now where a lot of people don't have empathy in general. So trying to yep. find it in yeah. media when you can't find it with real people around you. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah. another one I just realized. <laughs> so so for everybody listening, <laughs> you uh, the, the, was, the, yeah. like, that, that was such a perfect like this is the reason why we would need to record this. Megan just made the perfect, like holding the straw up to her mouth, says it, and, like literally pulls back in her seat. Like, mm. <laughs> I mean, if you guys record the video, I'll edit some some little ads together. We can put on TikTok and stuff, and we can have the video so you can you can see yeah, the it. Um, I just realized that we can count this as a movie. So this is my second choice, okay. uh, Werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Night was phenomenal. Yeah. It was so fucking good. That might also be- Also made my list, yes. Yeah, Werewolf by Night was so surprisingly good. I have and not I don't seen that. that. Oh, yeah. As a you horror, horror fan, you will beat the you would shit love it. out of that. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's less than an hour long. It's yeah. very much worth your time. And this is the most idle of idle threats because even if you don't watch it, I'll still invite <laughs> you back on the podcast. But like, I'm not inviting you back unless you watch that fucking movie. Um, no, seriously, you can come back anytime you're great, Megan, we love you. Um, Thank you. But like, um, Werewolf by Night was so goddamn good. And like, it had no right being as good as it was. Um, because especially like, um, Fuck, we've done the, we did the thing, we figured out exactly how we pronounced Michael Giacchino. Giacchino, thank you. Giacchino, Mike, yes. Michael Giacchino, also the one who composed the Batman soundtrack, which uh -huh. this is a talented motherfucker. He directed, this is his directorial debut, or like big directorial debut. He did like a short with a bunch of really big name actors. This is such a well done movie. It, it hits on so many levels. It's classic horror, it's black and white. It's got a lot of really deep Marvel cuts to it. It's just, just phenomenal. It's um, gorgeous. Just looking at screenshots, it's so pretty. Oh, they did it, such a good job. It really is. Yeah. Um, and I want to pivot for my third. This is where it's the end of the circle. Well, it's going to wrap back around because I want to hear what everybody has to say. Okay. The third pick that I'm going to make is a movie that I fucking hated in retrospect. 
And I want to hear you guys shit on movies now, on movies that you watched and you were like, fuck you and fuck everything this movie stood for. And that's Black Adam. Because uh, haven't seen that. Black Adam is one of those things that when we watched it, we all walked away from it and we did the review. We were just like, eh, it was a movie. It was all right. Yeah, good for you. It was okay. Yeah. But now as we've unpacked all the shit that is Dwayne The Rock Johnson and all of his douchebaggery that he's caused and like forcing Henry Cavill into the movie essentially to give his movie a bigger like star shine. Like just, oh, fuck this movie so hard. It was not good. Like he was an asshole. He's not a good actor. He didn't do anything good in this movie. The best part about the movie was everybody else. Like great performances from all of the, um, just, was it Justice Society or? Justice Society. Yeah. Justice, yeah. Justice Society. Yeah. Fucking Pierce Brosnan uh, just brought his goddamn A game. He was phenomenal yeah. in this movie. Uh, like, Aldous Hodges, Hawkman. Hawkman. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. They were terrific. And it was just everybody else that sucked. And, and by everybody else, I mean <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Like, there was so much extra shit to unpack from this movie because of all of the DC stuff going on. And like, he's lost a lot of carte blanche from me, as far as I'm concerned. He no longer gets this free pass of, hey, he's the rock. Hey, he's a good dude. Is he? Is he really? Like, did not yeah. enjoy, yeah. In retrospect, like- Not I, so closet Republican and, and, Dwayne and, The Rock Johnson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it also gets worse when you think about like, yeah. You spent. It took you fifteen years to produce that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it went through. Like I understand. Like it went through a bunch of <laughs> script changes and whatnot. But like at the end of that, like you delayed this movie for probably like two or three years. It's just such a such a prick about things. And I found out that it's not just him. It's also Jason Statham and um, fuck, who's the third person that will not lose a fight on screen? Um, oh, Vin Diesel. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. They have that in their contracts where I can't That's lose a That's so film. fucking dumb. That's, That's like, that is really dumb. Is that like, how are you going to be playing a villain? Energy. Like, that is so weak. How are you going to be playing a villain slash possible anti-hero yeah. character that just never, that just always wins? Yeah. To quote our girl Greta, that's some small dick energy right there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 It absolutely is. Um, um, go ahead. Yeah, well, no, I, I wanted to circle it back, man. Give us, give us some other movies that you saw. That you oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, well, the the last couple, because I would be remiss and I would have my fan card revoked if I didn't mention Sonic Two that came out last <laughs> year, because even human shit aside, and as gorgeous as Tika, Tika Sumter is, and I very much like looking at her on screen, but I could have done without her and Tom and or uh, and Tom played Cyclops, right? James Marsden, yeah. So like them aside, just for the actual Sonic parts of the movie, fucking loved it. I felt five years old playing Sonic 2 for the first time all over again over the course of that movie. Um so I like I have to have to have to mention that. Um I also had Nope uh, and Prey on there, but also Woman King. Um, which was also pretty fantastic. There were some great performances in that movie. I know there's like a little bit of controversy surrounding surrounding it because of uh, its lack of historical accuracy. Oh, bummer. But at the end of the day, too, I'm also kind of like, hey, the, like what they gave us was fun, and it's not like they're doing a sequel. Like it's it was a fun movie. All the action stuff was was incredible. Viola Davis was great. John Boyega was uh, was great. Um, 
the woman who plays uh, Maria Rambeau uh, in Captain Marvel, whose name I, name I can't remember oh, right now. God damn it! Um, but she's in, she's in there also, and she was also uh, fantastic. There there were just some incredible some incredible performances all around. I I just I very much enjoyed that movie uh, quite a bit. And then Lashana uh, Lynch. Lashana Lynch. There we go. Yeah, she was she was she was incredible in that. And then the last two I want to mention are Intergalactic, which is on Netflix. That actually stars Kid Cudi, uh, Jessica Williams, and I, it has quite the ensemble cast. Oh, actually. I was yeah, kind of, I, was, I was like quite surprised when I kept looking up who's in this movie. And I was like, oh, they're in it too? Holy shit. Um, that movie is not very long. It's like maybe maybe an hour and a, maybe an hour and a half. But it's just it's it's just it's super it's just a super if you love love stories and like a little bit of comedy also like it's it's a it's just a fun wholesome watch especially because like you know it's, it's just kind of cool to see someone who's like a, a black nerd on screen because Kate Cuddy's character is a comic book creator or he's getting he's he works for a company he's getting his his character made into a, a comic book and that that is like part of the overarching uh overarching story that was also pretty fucking great and uh last but not least uh jujitsu kaisen zero which is a prequel to the actual anime and i later found out it's actually the original story before the regular main series that is very different came into play but they turned the original the original story uh into a movie that came out last year and even though animated it was quite incredible and had quite a few horror elements too when you look up Ute Rika in particular the like creature that is like following the main character uh Yuta around uh around that around that um like I it, like I I see why it became like one of the highest uh, grossing like animated movies in Japan and here for the limited time that it was in theaters here because it was it was absolutely awesome that's my list Yes, man. Good list. Any, um, I, I think we would be remiss if we didn't shit on. Um, I didn't even see the movie, but fuck it, and fuck the main actor, and fuck the internet for making it come back in theaters, um, and attempting a third comeback. Oh, Morbius. Uh, <laughs> um, Jared I was Leto. Like, what is he talking about? <laughs> Jared Leto is a human pile of garbage, and the fact that he's still getting put in movies makes me so fucking angry, um, especially because they're going to do a haunted mansion movie. Um, and you guys know how much I love Disney. Like he's going to be one of the main characters, and that really irritates me. Like, just it, distance yourself from this sack of shit, please. I will say this: Isn't it just awesome that all the worst people who are putting stuff out are all releasing the worst versions of those things? Dude, They're yeah. all bombing, right? Like, like, uh, like fucking just, Gina Carano's Gina movie Carano's, that made eight hundred dollars. They made less. Than eight hundred and fifty dollars. It was like eight hundred and four or eight hundred four dollars worldwide. Meaning, some, meaning somebody oh, went and saw it and asked for their money back. Like oh, <laughs> phenomenal. Wow. Oh man. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> One I, I watched like right. Uh, uh, I guess maybe like last week was um, it just popped up on HBO Max. Is the menu. Oh, and oh yeah, so I'm excited to watch that. it. Yeah, I, th I think you really dig it. it. Is don't look anything up about it. Don't watch. I've trailers. already seen a That's, whole bunch of clips. I already know this, the ending too. It is, okay, all right. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, it's fucking wild ass movie. It, it's like 
I, I, you watch the trailer, you're like, oh, I, I have a pretty good idea what this is. And you're like, you, you kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have an understanding of what it is. Um, but yeah, it is, uh, it's, it's pretty horrific at times. Just yeah. heads up to anybody you watch. All right, what's next? What, what else we got? Uh, James Rambo, you're up first when it comes to your favorite series. So this can be uh, any of the streaming services or if you have regular terrestrial television, like an old man. Um, old, old man. Yes. Um, all right, so this was this was surprisingly tough. I was like, oh, um, like, yeah, well, what did, I, this one. what did I watch in 2022? <laughs> the like, premiere 2022. And I, and I was looking at stuff and I was like, oh, The Bear. The Bear was fucking dope. Like, that was phenomenal. Like, that was a really, really good show. And then I kept looking at the list and like, there's like three or four other shows that were all really well done. Um, uh, for anybody who hasn't seen The Bear, it is uh, uh, it's an eight-episode miniseries on Hulu. Uh, or not miniseries, but it, the first season. They've already announced the second season. It's going to be ten episodes. Um, I think it's Jeremy Allen White is the guy's name. Uh, he's one of the brothers on... Um, Son of a bitch. I just completely blanked on the name of that show. It was a Showtime series. Um, this is great radio. Um, What's his doesn't name? matter. Uh, Jeremy Allen White. Um, anyway, he's in it. He plays the, the little brother of a guy who has uh, died and left him uh, his uh, sandwich shop in, in Chicago. Uh, and it's, it's him trying to like make ends meet and make it all work. Um, and it's phenomenal experience, uh, performances by everybody across the board. Um, really great to see a cast. It's not a bunch of white guys. Um, and it's super intense. There's one episode that is done as a oneer that is a, um, it's just like, it, it's them rolling out their online ordering and somebody fucked up and didn't check, like, do not take pre-orders. So they've got like literally hundreds of orders coming in um and it's it's just really showcases the intensity working in the kitchen um uh the sandman the sandman was fucking great oh um, yeah sandman like, was great shockingly well put well well made um managing to take uh, a story that's not really a proper narrative in, in the way we're used to and, and in terms of the comic and, and really um coming up with a through line for everything um again fucking fantastic performances across the board um i still have to finish it because it's just so fucking intense uh but everything i've watched of andor has been very very good um bro you haven't finished it i've it's so fucking heavy man it is it is <laughs> it's i just ugh. asked i asked that you finish it soon because i realized that we haven't talked about it yet we've not like, talked about it I will, I will watch it soon i will yeah. watch it soon um uh strange new worlds strange new worlds premiered this year yes um and like talk about this might be the single best first season of any Star Trek series period. Yeah, because every other series had, it took them like two seasons before they got their legs under. Yeah, for the really this one came like, out the box running. Now it's it's important to note that this is also like they had a, a you know they had a little ten second head start with basically getting to kind of premiere these characters in Discovery and then kind of move them over. Uh, so it's really more of a spinoff than anything else. Um, but, you know, that show was fucking great. Um, but if I had to pick one, it would have to be Peacemaker. 
That show did something that I did not think was going to happen. I remember watching the Suicide Squad in theaters, fucking loving it, and knowing that the, that the Peacemaker show was coming, and being like, why in the fuck do I want to watch a show about the person that's arguably the villain in this story? Like, this guy's a piece of shit. Why would I want anything to do with more of his story? And goddamn, if I wasn't wrong, that goddamn <laughs> show, um, John Cena is doing the things that The Rock could be doing if he actually gave a shit. Um, That's like he, a lot of The Rock, though. Like, say again? Yeah. That's asking a lot of The Rock is to give a shit. I think, oh, 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 to give a shit? Yeah. Uh, to actually care and put forth effort. God, did y'all see uh, uh, Dave Bautista's, like, I, I think unintentional dig, um, but like in context could absolutely be read or out of context could actually be read as like, oh, that's a solid fuck you, The Rock, in that interview he had. No, what did he say? No, he, said. <laughs> he was he was asked about like they're like so so um so Guardians three, you know, this is the last time you're playing Drax. Uh, are are you upset about that? How you feel? And he's like, you know, it, it's Drax has been a lot of fun, and I've, I've really enjoyed making these movies. But Drax is a silly character. He's a silly performance. He's like. I want to be uh, somebody who is is uh, is doing his best. You know, he's like, I don't want to be like The Rock. I want to be a good fucking actor. Ha! Um, but I think I think he says specifically, I don't I don't want the perform I don't want the career of The Rock. I want to be a good fucking actor. And I I think what he was getting at is like, you know, I'm not looking to be somebody who's like doing a bunch of action movies and things. Yeah. Not, you know, it's like volume, really bad about volume that. Volume shooter. Yeah, I don't think he's yeah. shitting on him per se, but I could see where it would be interpreted. <laughs> but a bunch of people were like, oh my God, throw a chain. Shameless, thank you, MC. Yes, that's exactly yes. the name of the show. Jerry Allen White was, was I think, lip on Shameless. Um, anyway. I've been meaning to watch that. Chelsea kept telling me how how good that was and how much she Every liked. Everything I've seen of it has been, has been fucking great. Shameless is the American and the UK versions are both really good. The first season is really close with the two of them in terms of storyline, and then that's when it diverged nice. into like different ones. Um, but yeah, Peacemaker is a series that is incredibly funny. Uh, it is um, really weird and disturbing. It oh, continues yeah. James Gunn's uh, showcasing of like, yeah, this is this is a movie set in or this is a this is like media set in the dc universe so like the dc universe is part of this and i'm gonna i'm gonna make really esoteric references and i'm gonna you know do callbacks to things that people will only in in, in like the great mcu tradition when they do it well um we do easter eggs that don't affect your enjoyment of the thing if you don't get them but if you do get them, actually enhance your enjoyment of it. Um, and motherfucker made me give a shit about Peacemaker as a character. Um, like, astoundingly well made. I was I was legitimately surprised. And also, like, it was its own viral sensation with that fucking theme. Yep. Like, that became... A, a fucking uh, it was a tiktok thing it was on instagram it was fucking everywhere people doing that goddamn dance um and it grew on you too because i was like man this is lame and on the I, first episode, we, and I skipped it and then i was like is, all right this is pretty funny and then like yeah it is one of the only themes that i did not skip at any point when watching yeah. a new episode 
Plus, yeah. wasn't there like a story out too about how like the band that made it, like they're they're like labeled like dropped them right before yes. the show yeah, came we out. Yeah, we talked about that last year. Yeah, the day mm-hmm. before, uh, uh, Wigwam, I think is the name of the band. Yeah. Um, the day before, their their management was like, "Yeah, we're we're it's just not working out. You know, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and cut you." And they're like, "But the sh- the show is premiering tomorrow." And they're like, "Yeah, we don't. Really, eh, it can't be that good. We don't really give a shit." <laughs> and and they fucking fired them. Um, and the show premiered, and the song blew the fuck up. And Eyes got on the band, and like I don't know how successful they were after the fact, but I do know how successful that song was. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fucking huge. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Peacemaker. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, best show of 2022. Good stuff. That is good stuff. Uh, let's pivot. Again, we'll give our guests the uh, second spot here. Megan, what were some of the uh, the best uh, series that you saw in 2022? I think Yellow Jackets is my favorite. I know it's technically 2021, but I didn't watch it until 2022. <laughs> <laughs> it counts. <laughs> I love it, and I'm so excited for the new season to drop. It's going to be so good, and they put oh, Elijah yeah. Wood in for season two. Oh, um, shit, for real? <laughs> yeah. I'm so, so excited. I love Misty. It's Christina Ricci's character. I love her so much. She is a level of chaotic and insane that I know is really toxic. But I, I want to be friends with her so bad. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> Fuck no. I would, I would want to know where she was at all times to keep an eye on her. <laughs> I don't know. I, so for, for your, for your knowledge, I am bipolar. And so when I'm manic, I'm risk-taking. Misty would be my I'm manic friend. We're going to go on adventures and it's going to be fun. <laughs> Again, toxic and horrible. But <laughs> I I just think I would love it. And I know this. So this one did come out in 2022 and it was on HBO. And I don't know that any of you would have watched it. But Pretty Little Liars came out with a new series. It's not a reboot. It's a different series. The only thing they really grabbed from was the name and the general gist that like somebody's going after these girls right uh, but it's pretty little liars original sin i loved it i thought they did so well with it they grabbed from a whole bunch of different horror references they made it more of a horror show than like a gossipy like who's doing what show and it was it it's just really well done and it made my heart i don't know made my heart happy because i loved original pretty little liars and that was a dumpster fire when it ended and then I love horror. So they put two of my favorite things together and made it better. Mix the chocolate and the peanut butter. Hell yeah. Yep. <laughs> Good stuff. But those would be my two picks. Yeah. Um, MC. All right. So uh, I'm going to start off by saying cosine Rambo because Peacemaker is my number one. Yeah. Uh, but because he he already talked about that, I'll talk about my, my, my number two, which was very, very close to it. Um, which is another show that we talked about and that we we had a lot of fun with, which is Miss Marvel. Yeah, and, fuck yeah. Which I think, which I think for me is, I think that is the best thing that uh, that's the best TV show that they put out last year. Um, Arguably, yeah. I, I yeah, I like it. It was just, it was, a, it was one. It was because I, I remember like kind of leading up to it. Like this wasn't an issue for us, but there was people who were talking about they weren't going to see see it because it seemed like it was going to be too kiddy. Uh, and all this, they were saying it was going to be like a CW drama, which CW could never produce something of that quality. Nah. <laughs> to be no. fair. But... Well thought out. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> well, 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 actually, 
Except for the last episode, but yeah. Well, because one of my runner-ups was Stargirl, and Stargirl is also the CW anomaly. Really? That's a, it's a whole other... It's, I still easily, haven't seen any of it. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Easily the best. Season one is the great setup season. Season two is actually a horror season. But it's like, it's it, it, they do a good job of like actually making you feel very kind of creeped out. Because you can't tell, you, like you watch, you're watching along and you along with the characters are not sure what the actual threat in the scene is. And then this final season was a, ended up being a murder mystery, which I need to finish, but it ended up being uh, really good. But uh, neither here nor there. But uh, Miss Marvel absolutely loved uh, Iman Vellani. Like I've I've been a fan of Miss Marvel for 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 quite a while, and Iman Vellani is literally Miss Marvel, brought out of a comic book page Straight and up, put yeah. and put into uh, and put on screen because she is every in real life every bit the fan, um, every bit the fan that that Kamala was as far as like. Uh, being being all into superheroes and theory crafting and coming up with all these wild ideas, writing fan fiction and comics. Um, I, I thought because uh, we all raved about it too, like how they depicted like some of her conversations would show up as like graffiti on buildings. God, that was like, so little, artfully little, done. It was super. Oh. It was it was such a dope little coming of age story. And even though like. The other major controversy was like the changing of the power set because if you're familiar with Miss Marvel's like comic origins, like there 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 are a lot of layers behind uh, be, behind her having the the power set that she has, and for them to kind of change it and make it kind of like Green Lantern esque in terms of uh, how she creates constructs and would not like. I, I got it, but even having seen what they what they did with it, because I was critical of it beforehand, I think they did a good job. And honestly, it was like the changes fit, yeah. and, and if it, it fit, they, they they end up fitting and fitting in a way that is going to ultimately, I think, connect her to her hero, Captain Marvel, and also uh, Monica Rambo in the in the in the sequel series. Oh, yeah. um, not to mention, not to mention, we also got the big M word reveal in the finale, which. Yeah, no, which was which was which was really awesome. But it was um, a nice mashup too, because if, if I remember correctly, her comic book origins, uh, her powers came from the Terrigen Mists. Ter Terrigen Mists. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was a funny like meta kind of inversion thing. Marvel couldn't use basically. They were trying to like uh, 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 disassociate their properties um, with mutants because they didn't have the um the film licenses yeah and so they, they're yeah. like okay well then kamala will be inhuman. Uh, an inhuman and then the inhumans thing went bust and so um but yeah both in the comics and then like way worse <laughs> in the fucking mcu so because the mcu inhumans didn't work out they're like oh we we got mutants back so now we'll yeah. make her mutant. <laughs> make her mutant just like we planned all along because i think yeah. her, i think her creator came out and said that like the original plan was to make her a mutant but because of what you mentioned they made her an inhuman instead <laughs> i i i, I want to say g willow wilson said something to some along those lines but yeah all in all like that that uh that was you know that that was ultimately like it was one of the other best things that i feel like i watched last year that I peacemaker i wanted to because now we, we've talked about the terrigan mists a couple times we talk about Inhumans. I just want to give a quick shout out to a guy who was in uh, a movie we already mentioned. Uh, he was in a series that Rambo series that Rambo mentioned. 
let me tell you who had a good fucking 2022 and that's Anson Mount. Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah. let me tell you, uh, space daddy, as many refer to him as, um, his role of Christopher Pike. Like there are so many people <laughs> that are just like all like, they're just like, Ooh, all right, what's going on. And like him getting a redemption shot as black bolt was awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. He, he like, it's something that I'm loving that we're seeing more representation of things like, it sounds dumb, but sign language, for instance, we saw it with Hawkeye. We saw it mm-hmm. with uh, his role as Black Bolt in Multiverse of Madness. Like I- I'm loving that they're doing something with these characters and they're giving these guys these redemption shots. Because let me tell you, Christopher Pike, that in itself, that character is a redemption shot because he's always just been this like placeholder character that never really had any value. And they're finally putting value in him. I mean, honestly, I got to give a shout out to Bruce Greenwood for doing it in the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies because mm-hmm. he was really good as Pike in that. But like, I'm really glad to see that they're taking risks with this character too. And like, they're doing some really awesome things with developing what his character actually is. So yeah, that was just my quick aside. Like Anson Mount, man, you're, you're killing it, dude. Like, I'm hoping that your, 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 good, your uh, good luck streak that you have running uh, continues into 2023. Yeah, he, and and keep in mind he also did kind of hint after Multiverse of Madness that you know there, that might not be his only MCU appearance in the future. That's great. Calm down, man. Especially, I mean, with Secret Wars coming, you know, anything, a, a, anything, and everything is on the table. Yeah, very true. Um, was that all the series that you had? Uh, no, I, I have a I have a list, but it's your turn. Okay. Um. I'm gonna lead. I'm gonna lead the same way that I led the last one. Um, a show that I enjoyed the shit out of watching with my kid, Baymax. Short, eight minute maybe, nine minute episodes. God damn, that was a delight. That show was so fucking good. And like, again, giant middle finger to so many haters because there was apparently a dude wearing a trans flag T-shirt, and boy did they get pissed off over something that lasted five seconds. Like, cool. Who cares? Why does it matter? Whatever, great episodes, great series. Can't wait to see more. But like we've loved Baymax since day one, since we saw Big Hero Six together in the theaters. So me and Jackson enjoyed the shit out of that one together. Co-sign on Peacemaker, 100%. Co-sign on Star Trek. Um, it's a perfect segue for me too, because I can continue to talk about Anson Mount and Star Trek. Like <laughs> that was such a good series. Star Trek: Strange New Worlds was so good. They introduced so many great things. The dude they picked to be the new James T. Kirk, fucking dead on. Like, I love Ethan Peck as as uh, Spock. He's he's just outstanding. Um, but I don't want to talk about Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I want to talk about one that was meant to be a kid's show. But it's oh, fucking Prodigy? amazing. And that's Star Trek Prodigy. That show is so fucking good and it has no right. It ha- The audacity of that show being as good as it is. Like, <laughs> you guys need to watch it, especially if you like Star Trek Voyager at any point, because Janeway gets a really, really nice chance to really come back and play a really cool role. It's just a great series, and you can blow through it in like in like a day or two. It's it's really really good sh- good stuff. And like honestly, like if you ever wanted to introduce your kids to Star Trek without having to force them to watch like some really really cheesy schlocky shit from the '60s, like start with this. This is a great introduction for kids to really like Star Trek. Um, I have so many on here that that like nobody mentioned, and that's okay. Um, nobody put it on here because honestly, I think that one episode where uh, the dude shrunk down and climbed inside the other dude's wiener was enough for us to turn us all off and that would be the boys uh, <laughs> it's, on, it's on my list yeah 
But let me tell you, man, the boys was was really, really, this season was really, really good. It had a lot to say. But again, I love the social commentary. I love that that our alt-right friends are like, wait, Peacemaker, or not Peacemaker, wait, Homelander is the bad guy? Are, are, <laughs> are, we, are we the baddest? <laughs> Go ahead, I, did, I didn't watch the boys, but I loved Diabolical. That was the animated spinoff yeah, that they the did shows. from um, The Boys. And I yeah. watched that and that was really well done. And they brought in a whole bunch of different creators for that from other animation, um, like well, other animated series in general. So they brought in a whole bunch of different voice actors. They had a whole bunch of animation styles. I remember specifically one looked like Rick and Morty, um, but they it was just really well done. And each one you could watch separately. So if you didn't want to watch all of them and there was only one that interested you, yeah. you could do that. 2022 in retrospect was a really good year for shit that i love star trek was on point star wars was on point because i know some people had a lot of problems with obi-wan but they can kiss the hairiest part of my ass well, um on my list obi-wan that last episode of obi-wan i've watched that fight scene probably a dozen times if not more like between obi-wan and vader like when his mask is half shattered and he's just like i'm not your failure obi-wan i'm like oh god i'm like crying and shit watching this and then he's like you didn't kill anakin skywalker i did and i'm like motherfucker like so well done and again i don't care oh well that doesn't fit with the continuity shut up go away stop watching star wars then you bitch like it's <laughs> I, I just i stopped caring because this was just it was exactly what i was hoping it would be and andor like the 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 flip of the of this whole universe that you get something like obi-wan that's very over the top that's very fan like fantasy essentially it's the fantasy arm of star wars where you have andor where it's this realistic grounded gritty dirty heavy star wars and like that both of these things can coexist in this universe and it just makes the whole thing better like you don't need, it doesn't have to be one or the other. You can have both and it still be good. Um, yeah, just outstanding that I got great Star Trek this year, that I got great Star Wars this year or last year. Um, this next one makes me really, really sad. I, on these airwaves and wrote an article on our website several years ago about how much I loved fucking Letterkenny. Aww. I goddamn loved Letterkenny. <laughs> I love that show, I love that show, I love that show. And this last season, and in fact, probably the last three seasons have been dog shit. They are just phoning it in. It is just not as funny as it was. But I'll tell you what was funny as balls in 2022, and that was Shorzy. Shorzy was funny as shit. It took all of the great things that made Letterkenny funny and actually did what it should have done, and that's tell a cohesive story going forward instead of just being the same, like, same jokes trotted out every single night. like. Shorzy is so funny. It there's heart to it. Like it's just a great series. I really enjoyed it. If you're a hockey fan, it, there's so many great hockey references there. Like just Jared Kiso, just really kills it with that role. Um, I'm just doing quick hitters here and, and getting all of them out of the way. Uh, Handmaid's Tale season five, I think it was, was just phenomenal. That whole series is great, and they're they finally have said, like, we're setting up the finale, and you can see where it's going. And there's something real like. The show has been so great. It is fucking tough to watch. I'm not telling anybody that you should, that like, if you can't watch this, that you should need to power through it. No, because this is some heavy shit. 
but it is a really, really, really good series. Um, and the last one that I have here that I wanted to mention, well, there's two, fuck. Um, Cobra Kai. Watch Cobra Kai. Like, seriously, just watch oh, it. Shit. I still do need to catch up on this season. I'll save that one. We'll just, we'll put a pin in that one and we'll talk about it later when everybody's watched it. But Cobra Kai, yeah. fucking watch it. It's great. Um, I described it once before as a diner. You know, <laughs> we're at the diner. It's like a diner in the sense that, like, sometimes you just go to Cobra Kai for comfort food. And that's what it is. You know exactly what you're going to get. And you're just like, great, cool. They did the thing. I'm happy with the thing. But then other times you'll order, you're like, they have beef wellington on the menu you're like this seems like a bad idea to order at a diner fuck it i'll try it and then you're just like shit this is really really good that's that's cobra kai sometimes it blows you away with how good and how well crafted it is um the last one i wanted to uh, end on or the one i wanted to end on is a sports one um since we are geeky nerdy about anything here the uh it's called winning time it's about time. the beginning of the uh la lakers dynasty in the 80s um it's got john c Riley as um and i can't remember the guy's name i just blanked on it um bus jerry bus the uh owner of the um los angeles lakers outstanding just absolutely outstanding the guy they picked that play magic johnson just fucking kills it um it's it's got adam mckay's stamp all over it so it does that whole thing where it's like you're seeing the narrative and then he kind of turns to the camera and it's like hey so here's what's really going on right now with this and like it's a giant I, I fucking love it. it. It was so well done. It was so interesting. It combined two things that I love. Um, that's like the comedy that Adam McKay has and the way he does stories. And then like classic sports shit. It's, it's fucking phenomenal. Watch it when you get a chance. <sighs> okay, I'm out of breath. Um, <laughs> anybody else have anything we missed as far as TV shows go? Like grab bag, mention what you got. Like go right ahead. All right. Um... So I'll I'll throw in. I mean, y'all have mentioned a couple of some of the others. Obi Wan uh, made made it on my list. Um, Peacemaker, obviously. But so the the last thing I want to mention are even though it technically it technically premiered in 2021, but Abbott Elementary, uh, the back half of season one was excellent. The front end of season two has been great. I um, mean, they actually just came back from break this past week. And yeah, it's it's it continues to be one of the, the best sitcoms just out in general. Um, in the same vein as that, a, a, re a reboot, excuse me, a I don't even know if I'm going to call it a remake or a reboot because it exists kind of in the same universe, but it's a different perspective, even though the title is, is the same. And that is uh, the Wonder Years remake that oh, came shit. out last oh, year, yeah. <clears throat> which is quite i actually just started uh just started uh re-watching it uh this past week um and it, it's it's kind of dope because like i said it's it's not a reboot in terms of like dean is meant to be kevin and kisa is, is meant to be uh winnie it's its own thing and there's actually in one of the late one of the mid middle episodes a really cool uh like Easter egg that actually connects the two series, which I which I found to be kind of awesome. If you were a fan of the original, and if you kind of watched through this one also, um, I kind of thought it was it was just going to be kind of like a you know kind of a whatever, but kind of like how we we talked about with Cobra Kai, it's it's its own thing, and it it but it still pays respect to the to the original, and it's it's kind of awesome. Um, I also have a show. 
that Rambo, you need to hurry up and watch so that we can all talk about it, which was season two of Superman and Lois. <laughs> yes, thank you. Season two I, of Superman and Lois. It's on the list. Which, uh, which is excellent. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to uh, season three. Oh, man. Uh, you know, they, John... they do a thing in the beginning where you think they're going with one villain. Oh, whew, and then, man. And then the that mask twist. gets ripped off and it's a completely different <laughs> yeah. villain. And you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, it's so good. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. That did... Awesome. Um, So that I mentioned Stargirl earlier. Um, I'm also going to throw She-Hulk and Moon Knight in there because I enjoy both of those very much. Um, Another kind of dramatic remake, Bel Air. They came out last year. I've been meaning to watch that. Which you know, which does even though it's a more dramatized version of the of the original series, it still keeps kind of the heart and the spirit of the original. And it's not devoid of comedy. There's still comedy in there. It's just not every bit is not meant to be as comedic as, you know, as in the original show. Um, What's cool is the guy who plays Uncle Phil ends up, um, he plays a classic Star Trek character mm-hmm. that has only really been talked about, but we've never actually seen. He He's Captain or Admiral Robert April, who mm-hmm. is technically the one who helped design the Enterprise and was the first captain of it. Yep. So it was cool seeing him in that. Oh yeah, he's and he's he's a he's an he's an excellent actor. He I, it's funny if I I was just listening to a clip the other day where he was uh, kind of talking about uh, emotional intelligence and how it like really helped him, and I just found, I found it to be really dope. You know, that I kind of like always hearing uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but the last two I'll put are anim our two animated series that came out, uh, which was season four of Young Justice, um, which I I kind of I think I did an episode on it for the Overflow. I think I did. So if if, if I did do it, go listen to it. <laughs> um, mostly because like, I, I, you know, if not, uh, I'll probably I'll probably do one because I, I do want to rewatch it. I do want to talk about it simply because kind of like kind of like Justice League Unlimited, where you kind of had this big roster of characters and each episode or each couple episodes got to center on uh, like a few kind of teaming up to do stuff. Young Justice season four kind of does a similar kind of does a similar thing where each of the main like there there are instead of doing one big story that goes over the course of 22 episodes, I think there are smaller like three to four episode arcs that focus on specific characters and their journey and each but, but each one of them also ends up connecting to what the overall arch the overall theme kind of is with that not to mention they add in some new they add in some some new characters like the son of zod who ends up becoming kind of a major player towards the uh, towards the towards the end they do some really cool stuff with with superboy and with um i was about to call her miss marvel miss martian uh towards <laughs> towards the end of it also they focus in on like kind of lesser characters, like well, I don't want to call it less like lesser known characters, uh, like like Rocket and Tigress, uh, Artemis, and um, it it was just super super like kind of well done. And I also kind of loved that a lot of white people were getting upset that the show was like kind of clearly talking about racism. Most notably when uh, they were talking when, when they went to Mars. And they were talking about the dynamics between green and white Martians on Mars, which was like obviously talking about race and class and whatnot. And a lot of people were getting very upset uh, and mad about bringing woke politics into their superhero stuff. Yeah, because there's never been <laughs> politics and superhero things. Yeah. Just like, yeah. 
but that, yeah, that ended up being that ended up being, uh, being um, great. And you know, unfortunately, it seems like that is also going to be a casualty of the new Zaslav led, uh, you know, Warner Brothers team. And uh, the last thing I'm going to uh, mention is once again, fan card will be revoked if I didn't mention Sonic Prime that debuted on Netflix, um, which is the show that I feel like uh, like a lot of fans who hate the meta era of the last decade have been wanting which is you can do silly kid stuff kind of like the avatar series in which like you can do stuff that is very clearly geared you know for the the children but you, you also do stuff that has a little bit more mature kind of themes to it and you know this one is like hey what if sonic entered the multiverse and you know met alternate versions of all of his friends and all of the other people he inter he interacts with and is forced to re-examine how is forced to is forced to re-examine his dynamic with each of them in terms of like kind of realizing like oh i've kind of been a bad friend or you know in terms in terms of which is which is kind of a refreshing take because sonic is is mostly a shonen like a static shonen character and that he himself never changes or grows you kind of see that in how he kind of helps the other people around him grow and develop and so Sonic Prime is kind of cool because you kind of get the reverse of that, um, which is which is uh, which is kind of refreshing and dope. And I kind of, between that and the movie, I've been very happy that we're starting to get kind of alternate portrayals that don't deviate from the character so many of us are familiar with, but do something kind of different and force us to kind of examine him in a way that he hasn't previously been examined. Nice. Anybody else got any series that we did not discuss that they need to make sure we mention? Guillermo de Toro's um, Cabinet of Curiosities it came out for Halloween. Oh, it was like four yeah. days of episodes coming out, and it was really, really well done. I need to watch that. It was really, really good. I think my, I can't remember. I think it's the third episode that came out. It, it's an older guy, and in the very beginning, you know that he's dying. He has cancer, and he's willing to come in for this really risky, like, project for the police it's my favorite episode the whole thing was nice. really well done i will say if you don't like rats and stuff there's a lot of rats there is a lot of like um trigger warning like there is a lot of things with um things eating people that is a thing heads up nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very cthulhu-esque mythology too so like mythos if you will so that's going to do it for our first part of the best of 2022 here at the diner uh doing a quick little voiceover for you all because we ran long in this episode so instead of just giving you one big long episode we're going to split it into two make sure you tune into the second episode where we will be talking about our favorite video games our favorite media moments uh favorite comics and uh, a little bit more there too so stay tuned and as always when we wrap these podcasts up i want to thank everybody out there who's been listening everybody out there sharing i want to thank our guest megan layer i want to thank mc brooks i want to thank james rambo all of those at the uh, great geek refuge who are helping do amazing and awesome geeky things on a daily basis uh, but remember together there are no heights that we can't reach Thank you.
for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy!